Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. Welcome. We're here today with Sherry Ann James, Chief Marketing Officer and Senior Vice President of Customer Engagement at Essilor of America. Today, we're going to talk about how the industry can help optometrists with marketing efforts. Um, marketing isn't something that's necessarily easy for many f- eye care professionals. Uh, and in fact, the, the landscape has changed rapidly, especially after the pandemic. Uh, it's, it's become an even more confusing sort of marketing environment. Can you tell us how you approach marketing and, and how perhaps the, the pandemic affected that approach? Thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm excited to be able to share this with the audience. So first and foremost, when we think about marketing, we're always looking at how are we answering to a need? And when you have something like a global pandemic that happens, it changes the needs of consumers in in many different ways. And two ways that are relevant to our industry is, first of all, particularly the presbyopic consumer because that's where a lot of working professionals have the privilege of being able to work virtually. We're looking from screen to screen. I actually have three screens here, and then there's your phone, and then sometimes I'm writing notes in a book. So it really puts a lot of digital strain on your eyes, but also you really need to have a a good, solid progressive. And I happen to believe that one of the most solid progressives is, of course, Verilux X. But to to get back to the question at hand, so knowing that there's this need, uh, one of the ways we want to make sure is that we're satiating that with right products for those needs. And similar to the way that we're working virtually, we also saw in the pandemic that digital media consumption is is through the roof. Um, In fact, I can share some stats with you. We have, um, on average, consumers spending seven hours and 50 minutes per day consuming digital media. That's um, up double digits since 2019. And then we have a third of that time being spent on social media. So then coming back to the question of marketing, it means that more and more you need to access consumers where they are, and that's through digital media. So those are two of the big changes that have happened in the pandemic that we're certainly embracing. And that's bound to continue too. Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't see that changing. In fact, we're actually seeing it accelerating. Right. So as you're seeing this change in consumer behavior, do those kinds of insights impact what Essilor is doing in, in its marketing? Yeah, great question. So now more than ever, we want to recognize that there's still a large underdevelopment in the presbyopic category. You actually only have about just slightly over half of the presbyopic consumers in the U.S. who are even wearing uh, a presbyopic correction. So knowing that that category was already underdeveloped, plus what I just talked about in terms of the need being even greater, we felt that this was the time for us to make our largest media investment that we've ever made um, in Verilux. And we are really driving so that we're on primetime TV everywhere so that patients can see or potential patients can see, understand that there's a product that meets their needs and recognize where to go get it. So that was one of the big changes that we're embracing this opportunity. 
And and what is it that the message is to to consumers? What is it that SLR wants people to know about Verilux? Great, great question. We we want them to know that with Verilux they can see no limits. Not only is is Verilux addressing their specific need as a presbyo consumer to see both near and far because it allows them to seamlessly transition between distances. So to go from that near in work, the computer work, the multiple screens work, and because it's specifically adapted for their digital lifestyle, we want them to just understand that there is a product that meets that need and that they're not all created equal. And then we want them to know where to go to get that product. And so that's where we use various digital media techniques to help them not only know what the product does, but where they can go to get it. Right. And you're, you're, you're targeting uh, patients um, and potential patients through a variety of, of, of kind of the, the um, media platforms that they're, that they're already using social media, um, Hulu, YouTube, YouTube, um, and, and, and more. Uh, yeah, great, great question. Because even as you referred to social media um, and, and YouTube and Hulu, what we're finding with digital consumption is going through just traditional TV is no longer relevant. I, for example, have done what they call cut the court. Um, and I actually don't have cable anymore. I, I see all my television consumption through a connected device. I happen to use Hulu. Um, there are other various digital platforms. And what I love about that is you're able to really meet the consumers where they are. So what I mean specifically is whether you're using YouTube or Hulu or on social media, it's normally connected to your IP address in some capacity. And that means that we can understand who is doing things like searching, oh, my eyes are hurting me when I'm on the computer or, um, you know, my, my eyes are tired or very specifically, I want to go to the eye doctor. We, we find people who are what we call prime prospects and then we're able to make sure that they're seeing an ad very specific to their needs and, and reading them right in the moment. And what's even more exciting is we can do something called hyper-local targeting. So it's a, it's a lot of words, but it's exactly what it sounds like um, because our, our devices are again linked to our IP. It, it knows that you're in New York and I'm in Frisco. And so it's Frisco, Texas, and it's able to say, here's where there's an eye doctor near you and give you the specific address of an SR expert and just make it really easy for you to go and book an appointment. And last but not least, we know that more and more consumers are going online. So we've actually offered to our SR experts booking technology just for, for them being an SR expert and supporting our products. And that booking technology allows right there from the ad, consumer watching Hulu, they see an ad that says specifically where their local eye doctor is, they click on it, it goes right there, they can book an appointment right there and then um, going straight into the scheduler. So we're really embracing that digital consumption is up and we're meeting the consumer right where they are. And that's awesome because that converts interest and awareness into actual uh, appointment technology. So, so let's talk about that a little bit. Tell, tell me about this, this um, online appointment book concept. So we call it smart book. 
Yes, you can uh, tell it because we think it's smart. And as I may have mentioned, I can't remember if I said it, that 30% of appointments are booked online. And so what SmartBook does is it is connected through the practice management system into the scheduler of the doctor so that when the patient uh, clicks on that booking link, they can look and see which appointments are available. And it's something that the doctors can control. Um, So if they want to keep certain times of the day for um, certain appointments, they can block it out in the scheduler so that they only leave open in the scheduler the appointments that they want to open up. And that's even so much more important now than ever, not only because um, people are digital and they want to do it when they want to do it, they want to be able to book an appointment, not during office hours, they don't have time to call, they might have time to do it in the evening when they're watching Hulu and the ad pops up. But it's also um, important because doctors in the pandemic are having to be much more deliberate in how they schedule because they can't just let the patients come in. They have to observe certain safety protocols. So it's really important that they have a scheduler that can help them manage that schedule effectively. And that idea of watching the ad at eight o'clock at night and being able to convert it on the spot is, is huge. Cause I'm sure, uh, if doctors' offices are open nine to five, they're they're missing the opportunities. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly why we want them to have these services so that they can meet the patients where they are. Great. So can you tell us about any other sort of components of the marketing plan? Thank you. So sure. One of the things that, and just a universal insight is I'm sure you can relate to times where you bought a product, not because you saw what we call a paid ad where it's like an ad telling you go buy this, but because someone who influences you kind of told you about it. And uh, the, the term for that we use in marketing is called earned media, meaning you go and you work with the press, you work with influencers, you tell them about your products and then they decide if they're going to feature it. And we, we believe that beyond just creating an awareness and an understanding that um, you should go to your eye doctor, you should get the best in lens technology, that we want to have their drive true insistence, if you will, by using influencer marketing. And so a couple of major things that we're going to do is we took a step back and we said, what when are the what are the, the experiences that we feel really enable true differentiation in progressive technology? And it's, it's both what I shared with you about the whole pandemic and the digital ways of working and the fact that we have technologies that meet that. And so we're going to be having uh, um, features on a major morning news program. So I think with that description, you can figure out what it is, where we'll have a doctor really explaining some of what I've explained, but to the prospect and pool of patients out there. And by doing it in that third party manner, it's going to be so much more powerful Mm-hmm. And said doctor is going to explain in the segment that one of the most important decisions a patient can make is not just the technology they buy, but where they go to buy it and to to encourage them to, to find an, a local eye doctor so that they can go and get the best care. So that's an example of earned media, and we know it will be uh, even more powerful. And another um, sort of stress test, if you will, for good progressive technology is actually walking downstairs. Mm-hmm. 
So it, the technical name, as my audience will know, is swim. And when you're walking downstairs, if you have um, a good enough type progressive, you can really feel that dizzy, dizzy feeling and that off kilter feeling. And so because we know that and we want to animate that story, if you will, we're going to have um, a major press events on some iconic stairs all around America where we actually invite the press to walk down the stairs with inferior progressive technology and then uh, best in class progressive technology so that they'll write about it and they'll share with the audience why it's so important that they get um, good lens technology. So we're really excited to to bring that to life and to make the message um, more relatable because it's been amazing to me working with our earned media agency and seeing some of the um, posts on Twitter where various uh consumers are just writing about, Hey, I just started wearing progressives and I'm so dizzy. And like, I, I hate walking downstairs. And we, that was actually our inspiration. We're like, they have to understand that not all lenses are created equal. So that's, that's a big part of what we're going to be doing. And we're excited to bring that to life. And I am so curious what these iconic staircases are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll definitely come back and share with you when we start um, booking some of them. But what if we'll be in New York, that much I'll say. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. And so how can uh, ECPs take advantage of, of being part of this? So we we really believe very much in our technology, so much so that um, we're doing something called the Verilux Challenge. So if you are not currently prescribing Verilux, we're challenging you to switch your progressive for 30 days and to tell us your feedback and tell us what it was like for your, your patient. And so that's the first thing. I'd love for them to sign up for the Verilux Challenge so that they can experience it for themselves and, and see their patient responses. And we're even going to be sharing some of the eye care professionals who've made the switch. They're making video content for us, and we're going to be sharing that on our, our social media site so that their, their other professionals can see the, the Verilux difference. And then, of course, we would love for everyone to become an SOR expert because that's when you commit to being a, a Verilux a, a provider. We are able to focus our marketing efforts even more specifically at driving directly to your door. So that's the ultimate way you can benefit from all of these programs that we're doing. Right. And um, there's an opportunity for people to, to see some of this um, at, at Vision Expo. Um, you're going to be. Yes. I'm so excited that Vision Expo East is back. It's a little bit different. It's not in New York this year, it's going to be in Orlando. But one of the reasons I'm really excited too is we're doing something that we've never done before. So I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be as amazing as I think it's going to be. And we're doing a combination of a physical presence as well as a virtual presence. Okay. And so if you're not able to come physically for whatever reason, we know attendance may not be as high as, as past years for obvious reasons. We are creating a microsite that will have all of the content, feature all of the speakers, and that that will actually be running well past uh, Vision Expo East, but well past the show, so to speak, so that our customers and our potential customers can engage in the content. And one of the things I'm going to be doing there is a fireside chat with uh, Google, where I'll actually get into some of the techniques that we're using to embrace the digitization 
um, of media and the, the consumer's propensity to consume digital media to the advantage of our customers. So I actually have a little segment that will be featured on that. So I'm glad that you gave me an opportunity to invite your listeners to come and see that or see it virtually or physically, whatever makes sense for them. Right. So physically, you're going to be at Vision Expo at booth TP833. And virtually, people would come to vee.essalorluxatica.com. Yes. For the first time, we are combining our Essilor booth and our Luxotica booth into one Essilor Luxotica booth. So yes, that's why the website's called vee.essalorluxatica.com. So yes, thank you for reminding me of that. That's exciting. And um, you you mentioned Essilor experts. And of course, people can learn more at EssilorPro.com or by obviously calling their account rep. sherri this is so exciting. And uh, again, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of these iconic staircases. I think that idea of, of having that experience for consumers in store and virtually is, is just going to be very cool as a way of of showing the technology innovations. Thank you again for the opportunity. We're really excited. As I said, marketing begins with a need. We know that there's a huge need for um, top quality progressive technology, and we're really happy to have the opportunity to have Verilux satisfy that need for patients. Sherry Ann James, thank you so much for spending time with us on WL Voices. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I, I really enjoyed it, so thanks again. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.